Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of the Weekend League podcast with your host Aditya Nayar, Aditya Ganesh, and Arnav Nayar. So, as um, if you watched the previous podcast episode, you would know that I'm a Man United fan, Aditya Nayar. Aditya Ganesh is an Arsenal fan, and Arnav Nayar is a City fan. So, let's carry on with today's topic of discussion, which is the England men's senior team, uh, men's football team's um, squad for the upcoming U- uh, UEFA Nations League. Tournament. Uh, so we have a, a guest with us today. Uh, his he's his name is Hari, and he too is a United fan like me. So Hari, go on and introduce yourself. Okay. So my name is Hari. Um, I'm 18. I'm a United fan. Uh, I study at Jumeirah College, and it's been an absolute privilege to join this podcast. You know, I'm I'm not an England fan, but you know. I do watch the Prem in, in very minute detail and, you know, every time they pick an English team, I, I like to talk about it and I like to evaluate it. So, it's been an absolute privilege and let's see, uh, I'm, I'll try and put my best analysis and overview into the team. So, thank you for inviting me, um, Aditya. Thank you. Uh, so, guys, without further ado, let's begin the discussion. So, uh, Aditya Ganesh, uh, what do you have to say about this team? Okay, so um, when you look at the team overall, there's only one Arsenal player. And there should have been another one, but um, more on that after some time. Overall, it looks pretty good. There's some some of the players are pretty, some of the choices are pretty questionable, like Tyron Mings, Kyle Walker. Um, how, how is Kyle Walker questionable? He was supposedly banned from the team. Uh, that wasn't confirmed, so you can't. Anyway, anyway, say anyway that. more on that later. This is just in hand, like. Yeah, so then uh, more, more, a few more would be um, uh, Calvin Phillips, James Ward-Prowse. I don't know. They, I, I don't know about Phillips much, but he's, he plays in the he, he played in the championship last season. And Ward-Prowse didn't really do anything amazing. Like he was just he wasn't bad. He wasn't good either. And um, yeah, and then yeah, I think I think everyone else was um, pretty. Yeah, everyone else was pretty good, I guess. Um, uh, yeah, so. And yeah, so players like Trent definitely deserved it. Pope, Pope, all three goalies. Like I, I'm, I wasn't surprised by the goalie pick. Like all three of them have been solid. I mean, no, okay, I wouldn't say Pickford has been solid this season, but Pickford performs when it comes to England. And Pope and Henderson have been solid. Um, so what are your thoughts on the defense and the goalies, Hari? Okay, so uh, I'll go. I'll go. I'll give my thoughts on defense. I think the defense is. As Aditya said, it is it, it is a good defense. I like the defense, but it, it can be questionable with the selections of Tyro Mings and Carl Walker. When it comes to England, he is he is absolutely lethal. You know, you know, I, I rate him highly, but you know, recently what he's done, you know, that doesn't signify that doesn't justify anything. And you know, some choices are really good. Like Aditya, if you can scroll down, I can see some of the players if you don't mind. Yeah, I mean, some of the choices are absolutely fantastic. Like, uh, let's go with um, Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Like, you know, ever, even even if he's having the poorest game or even if, if he's having a good game, like if you saw in the recently um, community, yeah, community Shield game, like he was really good. So I always rate him as a player. And I think England going with him is a really good choice because he can play anywhere in the pitch from left back, left mid, centre mid. So absolutely good choices. Um, when it comes to defense, I, I was slightly worried when they didn't pick Aaron Wan-Bissaka because 
Juan Bissaka, when it comes to one-on-one situations and and more in when the game progresses, one-on-one situations can be really important when it's when it comes to scoring goals. So I think Juan Bissaka was a really good source when it comes to defending those and you know providing a security in that area. But I think Juan Bissaka should have come in for Tyron Mings, but you know I, I'm not Gareth Southgate. I can't make any England decisions. But let's see what it is. But Overall, the defense looks good. I think Joe Gomez is probably one of the picks for me. Joe Gomez has been absolutely amazing for Liverpool. I think he's been good. I think Trent, he's always in the first team. You know, he's he's already guaranteed a position, and he gives competition to Carl Walker. So I like to see that. Eric Dyer, you know, he was a centre midfielder, but recently he's been shifted to centre back um, in Jose's Tottenham. So. And he's done well in that position as well. So, I think he, Jose has molded him to be a centre-back now, which is good to see. Um, and, the, and coming to keepers, sorry, I forgot to mention that. Coming to keepers, I think it's an excellent tray of keepers, to be honest. As Aditya said, you know, Jordan Pickford isn't the best. But when it comes to an England shirt, you know, he can clearly perform. You know, he, he, as you saw in the World Cup and, you know, many other instances, he's been really good. Nick Pope and Dean Henderson, you know, the... Um, you know, they're emerging talents out of the Prem. And I think, you know, these trio can really rotate and, you know, they'll provide really good competition for each other to make sure who's going to start on the team. But as of me, I think it's got to be Jordan Pickford because of, you know, his experience at senior level. But, you know, Dean Henderson and Nick Pope can definitely challenge up for it. And, you know, they, they'll have a good bunch of keepers. So I think the defence is looking really good. But, you know, just to conclude, the England, England did make some questionable ch- decisions when it comes to Tyrone Mings and Michael Keane but you know that's their team and that's how they work so I think it's a really good defense thank you Aditya thank you also another thing I would like to point out um, I don't know why Harry Winks is in the team I really don't watch Spurs much but I haven't heard of him performing that great in the Prem as well so Harry Winks is quite a surprising pick for me Um, I feel like Connor Cody he should have been called up first. He shouldn't have been made as a uh, replacement for Maguire. Because considering he brought the whole Wolves team, you know, from uh, you know the Europa League uh, qualification to the whole to the quarterfinal stage, that's a great achievement as captain. And he should have been called up immediately. But fair enough, he's been called up now, and that's a great thing. Also, um, this team looks quite solid. This team is actually. I mean, they can be tough competitors, but if you look at other teams like Germany, I really have questions about will they be able to face Germany or will will they be able to face teams like, uh, you know, other teams. There's Germany, there's England. They have extremely, extremely good teams. But Germany at this point looks quite solid. But that's a discussion for another day. But uh, yeah, this England squad looks quite solid. Trent was an obvious call-up. Uh, Phillips. Phillips is a good championship player. Played quite well for Leeds. But will he be able to perform with the national team? I don't think Southgate's going to start him. I, hi- I highly doubt Southgate's starting him. Because, uh, again, he's just a championship player. Will he be able to perform for the na- national team? I, I don't know. Uh, Jack Grealish... Uh, I, again, I really don't know if they'll play him. Sancho... You know, the fact that Grealish was... Like, Winks and Watras were picked before Grealish is kind of shocking, isn't it? One more yeah, thing. Exactly. Uh, Winks, Winks, was, Winks has dropped out of the squad. So, um, 
इंग्लैंड but I, i think that they're going to play him on the wing more than playing him as striker um so tammy tammy abraham danieng sari kane three strikers i really don't know why have they picked so many strikers they could have gone for another you know mid, midfielder or someone else or uh, and rashford also dropped out of the squad so yeah i don't know i but i still feel the team's quite good even if rashford's not there even if wings is I mean, Winks was quite a surprising call-up, but anyways, he dropped out. Uh, Rashford's not there, Winks is not there. Minus them, still got a good team. The youngsters, Phil Foden and Greenwood. Is oh, it yeah. deserved? Oh, I agree. Deserved. I mean, yeah, yeah, I agree. Greenwood definitely deserves yeah, it. Deserved. Okay, I'll be honest about Foden. Yeah, like, he's been really pretty good after restart, but I haven't seen much of him, so I can't comment much on that. But again, Greenwood's, Greenwood's an obvious call-up. Like, how, can you, how can you speak about... That? Foden after the restart, it's the same scenario for Greenwood, isn't it? Not really. Greenwood started like he he played before he he whenever he came on even like okay so he was more of a bench yeah. player before restart. He 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 scored like quite a few like like uh, I wouldn't say many goals but he scored like some top quality goals like you know the goal against uh, I know United fans would know about this so the goal against Newcastle that was a really really good goal like, especially considering that Dubravka was in form. And um, that was a really good finish. So I mean, he's shown what he's capable of even before uh, he started. So Greenwood was an obvious call-up. Another thing about Foden is like, you like look at look at the number of players they already have. He he'd be lucky to get um he'd be lucky to be on the bench if not the reserves. So I don't in the England team. Yeah, because look at the number of players they have. Okay, Foden, okay. Now let me let me give you from the perspective of. Of the city squad. Look at the city squad and look at the squad depth city have. Okay, but then for now towards the end. Left no, no, no. Right. Like if no, that's because he he adapted to that role because he wouldn't be played midfield because our midfield is already solid. Like Rodri, Kevin De Bruyne, David Silva, and all last season. Foden yeah, wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, even so, Foden's supposed to replace David Silva. He's left. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now so Foden But the thing about him, he adapted to his role pretty quick after the restart, and he's performing well. Another thing that he he played like not much in the Champions League group stage, but he performed there as well. So this this guy is he's up for the big stages and like he's ready for yeah. it. For his co- comparing to other players, likely likely for Greenwood also. Like it's the same thing. He's a yeah. top man, top quality player. Both of them are. See, I'm not saying that um, Foden doesn't doesn't deserve a call up. I was just saying that like I don't think Foden would break it in, break into the like. Okay, he he'd be a bench player uh, at best. He won't uh, start for England because no. But I, another, huh? thing, another thing is that you don't realize that um, when Arnav, when you spoke about uh, Foden performing in the group stage of the Champions League, look at the clubs you played against. Then you play Shakhtar and Dynamo Zagreb or something. Yeah. Okay, look at the clubs Greenwood played against in the Europa League also. One second, okay, just now. I'm, I'm. One second, I'm not talking about Greenwood at this point. I'm talking about you know 
uh, Foden getting a starting place or a substitute spot, even a substitute spot. Um, he's played against Shakhtar, Dynamo, Zagreb, teams like that. So, um, what makes you feel that he'll he be forgot, up? He forgot Atlanta. Okay, Atlanta. What makes you feel that he'll be up for the competition of Group A of Nations League, which is a very, very... Let, wait, uh, if I'm not... Let me just tell you the Group A of Nations League, yeah? Just a second. Again, again, you're, you're misinterpreting what I said. I didn't say he's going to start. Nor would Greenwood. Greenwood also won't start. But Greenwood, yeah, Greenwood. would definitely get the spot off the bench. Like, yeah, of course, of course. No doubt. Okay. We've got Belgium, we've got Iceland, uh, Denmark also seem quite promising. So they're in the group, uh, League A group. So that's, that's again, uh, quite tough competition. So do you think Foden will even make the substitute spot? With, I'll tell uh, you one thing. Have you, have you watched Foden's game against Madrid? Yes, I did watch Foden's game against Madrid. What do you think about that performance? It was a it was a good performance, but again, my point. Have you seen the England squad? It's no, no. I'm not saying I'm not saying he's going to start. I'm not saying he's going to start. Even if even if he performed like prolific prolifically or something, he wouldn't start because this England team is already solid with the likes of Harry Kane and Sterling and Sancho up top. So it's it's highly unlikely for him to start. But off the bench, Greenwood, Foden, I think they're they're promising a future also. That that's where Bukayo Saka should also be coming through. But unfortunately, no. Okay, Saka, Saka. That's a whole other thing. When it comes to that, I have a big um, like explanation to why Saka would fit in. Saka, I I feel like personally, I feel that he like he was called up for the Euro Under Twenty One team. So maybe the. Or, you know, the scouts yeah, that, or the man. Yeah, the scouts or the coaches mm-hmm. felt that, you know, they needed him more in that team than they needed him here. Like, even yeah. if Saka was even if Saka was in the squad, I don't think he would have, again, like Greenwood or Foden, he wouldn't have been given a substitute. It would have been tough for him to get a substitute spot. See, no, again, about Saka, yeah, he fits into every one of these categories, except for goalie. He can, he can play. See, before Metrinas came in, England didn't have a left-back in their team. And Saka, he played left-back for the majority, majority of the season, and he was really good at it as well. So, and, and since Southgate plays like an attacking three at the back, yeah, like with wing-backs, uh, Saka would have fit in perfectly. That's one thing. Secondly, he can fit into the midfield category as well, because he played camp for us a couple of times, and he did that really well. And um, again, he can play left mid, right mid. Third, he can he can fit into the attacker spot. He can play again on both the wings. So um, even if he's gonna end up being this, okay, you're right. Maybe um, uh, they felt that uh, he could he he would do better. In the, like they needed him more in the under twenty three squad. But um, I don't think uh, saying that he wouldn't like a lot of people uh, said that he wouldn't like he didn't cut into, cut it into the scheme because like of his ability or whatever. But his ability, like with his ability, he surely would have uh, gotten into it. Like that. I mean, that's that's again my opinion because even one Europa League, uh, this thing, uh, young player of the season, and given given the yeah. fact that Greenwood played in the Europa League, and that 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 shows something because Saka played left back mostly during the Europa League campaign, and um, yeah, he had some pretty good stats. Uh, he had around 
six assists or something. I'm not exactly sure, but yeah, that's pretty good for a left back. Um, yeah, Hari, what are your thoughts on Foden and Greenwood? Uh, like, um, you know, as Arnav said, you know, it's that both of them are highly competitive players. They they both are, they both have, they both have their own. You know, brand name of themselves. You know, I'm Mason Greenwood. I'm 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 Phil Foden. I play for two top clubs, and you know, they, and you know, it's it's a tough question to answer this because if you compare Mason Greenwood and Phil Foden, they don't exactly play in the same position. You know, position-wise, we can't compare them, but you know, in terms of talent, we can compare them, obviously. And you know, you know, Greenwood has Greenwood. You know, he's a reliable player. Not saying Foden isn't reliable, but Greenwood is on the spot reliable player. Like every time he comes off the bench, he he just he, even if he doesn't score a goal or assist, it's the difference he makes. It's the difference he makes. If you guys um, understand what I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. the attacking output which he offers to the team. Even though if he doesn't score, he might score. He does. He does normally score when he comes on. But you know, um, Phil Foden is he's he's a you know he's he's more of a attacking midfielder who just comes off the bench because. Of City's, you know, impressive squad depth, like that, he, like he's just gonna come on. He's gonna, he's obviously gonna do what he can on the pitch. But you know, the, the it's the difference between impact because when Phil Foden starts, I, I think he makes more impact rather than him coming off the bench. I haven't watched him much this season, but I, like when I've watched him, I, that's what I've learned from his style of play. When he starts, as you know, Arnav talked about how he played against Madrid. I think he started that game. I'm not sure, but yeah, he, he started that game. Yeah, he started the game. The way he played was fantastic. He was, you know, he was making, you know, probably, you know, world's one of the, not one of the best, but they used to be so-called one of the best midfield trio in uh, Casemiro, Modric and, um, you know, Cruz. So, you know, Foden, yeah, yeah, Cruz. Yeah. You know, Foden, you know, it's, it's, it, it's the maturity he shows at this age, which is really impressive. And in that game, I watched him very closely. He was good, but again, what to Aditya was saying, um, like can he can he get a position on the bench even despite his performances? Because look look at look at the midfield England have it's it's pretty solid, and if Phil like if you go you know Jack Grealish you know Calvin Phillips you know he's gonna struggle but again you know the midfield is really good and he Phil Foden you know, if he doesn't get a start I won't be surprised because of the system England play and you know um, but if he gets a, you know I, I hope he gets a position in, a position in the bench because of what he's done is absolutely fantastic but you know even for forwards coming back to greenwood you know it's 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 going to be tough for him even though he's he's an exceptional player you know exceptional player for his age you know the maturity he's shown is absolutely you know top level you know player you know he knows he's representing a club like man united and and if he can do the same with england which I think he can, you know, he's, he's got an elite level mentality. Like if you guys look at Mason Greenwood now, he's, his, his physique has absolutely changed. Like over the lockdown period, he was working on building more arm strength, core strength, so he can deal with defenders. Like, you know, he's built more muscle now so he can, you know, deal with defenders much more easily and more effectively. But, you know, I hope, I hope, you know, he comes off the bench for England and, you know, makes the impact he can. But, you know, both of them are very interesting subjects and um, it'll be a tough call for, for Southgate because of the options he has. And let, let's see. Let's see. Okay, how about we yeah. just go over the squad part by part and discuss who, should, who shouldn't be there? Because that's the, yeah, quite a few of them. 
the squad right now. I guess we. Wait, wait, wait. Why, why is Michael Keane there? Why is Michael Keane? Yeah, there? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know, cause I mean Michael Keane again. I don't. Whenever you think of players in the Premier, you either hear them, uh, like you either, like they're either known for doing something really, really good or doing something really, really bad. That's and if you don't hear anything, or or they're just England, or they're just English, like. Okay, yeah, but then again, need to be this, this is the English squad, yeah. So um. I mean, no, when, like, when you look at the Prem, when you look at the Prem, there are likes of Van Dyke and all. Hmm. But like some people, some people give the England battle, the England nation, so much more preference than quality. Yeah. This comes to the pricing, pricing of the players also. Yeah, like exactly. Um, recently, even even last week, Kilwell, uh, Chilwell, yeah. So. I mean, 50, yeah, exactly. 45 minutes for Chilwell, that's, that's way too much. That's, it, put, it puts into perspective how much of a steal we got Tierney for. Like, 25 minutes for Tierney is an absolute bargain. And, I mean, even, oh wait, oh yeah, and, I mean, Kilwell isn't even that good. Like, okay, he's decent, but he's not, he's not like an amazing, he's not a world-class left-back in my opinion from what I've seen of him. But, he's, uh, 45 minutes for him seemed like a lot. Uh, I feel like they, if they if they invested in, if they've invested that in some other uh, fullback like um, maybe um, Tagliafico or uh, I don't know Alexandro maybe regular is pretty regular good as well like, all of those guys they could have gotten for cheaper and slightly more quality as well but again all uh, mm-hmm. yeah that's the case about the whole English price but I mean that's always going to be that it's that's just how it's always been yeah. As early as well, it's 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 something constant, you know. We can't change it, especially in the prem. Because like, when Ashley Young, like, say if Ashley Young, let's take this instance, like Ashley Young, Man United, former Man United player, if we was to move on to like clubs like Brighton or Burnley, they would have to pay at least twenty five million. But he's moved off to Inter, but Inter have only paid around I don't know the exact fee, but they've paid some, you know, they've paid you know way lower than that. So. It's it's an English player going from an English club to an English club. It's just the, the same cycle happens over and again. Like if you're an English club and you want an English player, you have to pay that extra tax, that unnecessary tax, which is which shouldn't be there in the first place. Because English players aren't the best. They aren't the best. They, they, they it's it's really hard to explain. It's, it's I don't know if it's a psychological concept or if it's a, it's if it's a, if it's a social thing. It's it's just there in society that English players are there. Like we have to pay too much for them because they're English, because they're this, because they're that. Like, it's, but then Spanish players, we they, you can get them like as Aditya said, you know, you can get them for cheaper and better quality as well. So, you know, we can we can never change that. To be honest. Just to put into perspective, yeah, like Chelsea paid nearly the same amount they paid for Warner that they paid for Chilwell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and Warner is going to bring a lot more to the team, like. He's a world-class striker. Yeah, I don't know they managed to get Werner for like 15 million. He's an absolute steal at that price. Yeah. Even, even, like, I, I might be dissing my own club here, but 50 million for John Stones is a lot. Mm, I mean, to be Again, fair, Stones was, yeah, Stones was a really good up-and-coming defender. Oh, so, okay, yeah, he's, he's good, he's young. But think about this, 50 million for, a, I think, a 21-year-old, 22-year-old at that time. That's Again. too much. You guys are Man City, so you guys, if you spend uh, 50 million, money isn't a problem. The money isn't. That's what. That's not what I'm focusing on. Focusing no, no, on that. That what that England badge is. The value of that badge is on the price or 
for the players okay let me okay let me uh, but uh, that was not what i meant so even if your bo- your board doesn't mind spending 15 million on a players like uh, john stones um so yeah, and i'm pretty sure they like those maybe another club who were trying to get him and in an attempt to desperate like you know to confirm that john stones is a city player they must have paid a little more cash to the other team i, I don't know where he came Everton, from exactly ever so they must have paid more money to everton just saying that you know ensure that he's at city and nowhere else so again it's city they don't mind paying an, a few extra bucks just to ensure that the player is there um so that's not really the same thing happened with ake as well yeah okay like, paid how much exactly. 41 million no, ake no. or something no 40 40 million yeah for ake again they must have done it just to ensure to seal that ake is yeah. a city defender because again they weren't sure about the whole kulibali situation because we still aren't we still aren't to be honest and I, and it seems very it seems highly it's, unlikely it's uh, not because, good doing business with napoli at least for city they have they have snaked us in the past through georginia see but right now right now off. right now what's happening is it's not that napoli are um, like making it hard no, to negotiate no. it's city who the thing that doing no yeah. that they they're giving 75 million city city don't want to neg- negotiate with them because they have done it in the past and uh, it hasn't gone well for them so they just want they just want to talk to the agent of kulabali get this sorted and get it, get it, get a final price on kulabali and they just want to pay that off they don't want to have any negotiations or talk with napoli because they have a bad history with them That, that's mean, what's going on here. Not only that, even if they do manage to sign Koulibaly, it's going to be quite tricky to choose a centre-back pairing because I, I don't think, I don't know why, but I just, I just feel like you know, two left-footed centre-backs playing together. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what that was what I was thinking for Ake and Laporte. They, they both left-footed. Yeah, why? Why? why, why the thing is, I don't think Koulibaly is much of a. It's not a necessary like. Playing Koulibaly and Laporte together can be good in the short term because that added experience. But two centre backs with the same foot is very risky. Like poor passes, if anything can occur. But if it's a right foot, left foot combination, like that's why United needed Gabriel like really badly because Maguire is slow and um, no, they want they want an Ake also. They want Ake also. Yeah, but at the same time, Gabriel's left footed rapper and good in uh, aerial. That that was the ideal combination for them. And. Um, Yeah, so that that's what United desperately needed. I mean, yeah, so that's the situation. Yeah, the reason we we lack goals and we leak goals, you know, even though defensive improvement has been there this season, it's it's the combination of the same foot. Like it's like at Man City, if you if you guys saw the 2018-19 or 2017 season, like they had no defensive injuries, assuming there was not none, because yeah, there were none. Like Laporte and you know Laporte and Otamendi were, were were the perfect combination. Look at the amount of goals they conceded. It was very low, like, and then they, they and then they just because Laporte got injured last season, and then they decided to play Fernandinho at centre back. It doesn't work. Like for me, if you're playing centre back, just play right foot left foot combination. Like you're gonna concede goals because you know with with the left side left footed centre back, you can play on the left, and a right footed centre back, you can play on the right. So it's it's much of a balance. But two footed centre, same footed centre backs, it's gonna be a problem, and that's what United are facing right now. Mm-hmm. Who do you, who do you guys think missed out on the English squad? 
like apart from uh, I, in my opinion, obviously I'm gonna say Saka, but apart from that, there's Lewis Dunk. Who else do you think missed out on the spot? Who deserved a spot? Not Dunk. I wouldn't say Dunk. Dunk over Michael if, Keane. If Maguire, if Maguire hadn't been dropped, like I'm, Maguire would have been there instead of I think Keane. No, I mean Keane was there right from the start. Cody replaced Maguire. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So. Someone like Dunk should, Dunk should come in place of. Um, then Connor Cody replace him. That's perfect. I think Connor Cody should have replaced him. Started like instead of Michael Keane. It should have been Michael. Yeah, exactly. Michael Keane and Harry Maguire to begin with. But again. Yeah, I mean it's, it's you know pretty questionable. But you know instead of Tara Mings, I would have bought in you know Wambisaka, extra right back, just for mm. you know, that competition. You know. And you know, you know there there are many other players like Ben White. I'm not. I'm. Uh, he's a good player as well. Ben White. You know, he's. He, I think he deserved it. To be honest. Even but Ben have, Me. Darker. Yeah, Ben. Yeah, Darker. Ben Me. Yeah, I mean, they're solid back. Really good. What about Darty? Even though he's Irish, my bad. Oh, yeah, Irish. He's Irish. I thought. I thought Conor Cody was Irish as well. You know, he's English, isn't he? What about uh, Oxley? Like, I mean, no, Conor Cody is Irish, but I think he chose to be English. If I'm not wrong. Okay, okay, okay. Like mm-hmm. See, wa- I feel like Vardy's again, like the one Bissaka part. The go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I mean, like Vardy, like he should have been given a shot a long time ago. Like he, he, I don't think, uh, like he should have retired. He retired like last year. Yeah, like I don't think he should have done that. He, like, I think the retirement was a good decision. Like he wouldn't have played, he wouldn't have. I mean, he leaves, he he leaves slot instead of uh, Tammy Abraham. Okay, Tammy Abraham is young and all, but yeah, of course. Yeah. So and uh, okay, even over yeah, Ings, yeah. In, even over Ings for that matter, because Vardy has experience and uh-huh. he is solid. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, wait. Coming back to the one Bissaka part, like if if I'm not wrong, like I think I think that what Southgate was does is he plays three at the back. And like Ganesh said, they use wing backs. Can Vasaka fit into that wing back role? Because he's not much of an yeah, attacking player compared to Trent over here. I think he can play. I think he can play right centre back as well. If that's a possibility. Can he? Because because like Kyle Walker has already like like so again that's like that's fit into that role. That's but, based but, on the player's adaptability, yeah. Like Walker adapted to the centre yeah. back role after starting on right back. So. Maybe one cool. well, uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think. Yeah, I agree with Arnav. You know, I, I, you know. Hmm. Wasn't he called up last time, but then because of an injury, he had to. Uh, like, he was selected. Yeah, I think it was that. But, you know, I agree with Arnav. Uh, I think right center back row Walker is, Walker is, is hmm. you know, he's fit into that team. You know, he's, 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 he's built for right center back for England. and. For Man City, it's he's he's been a he's been, he's been a fullback, so you know it's that adaptability feature. But if Juan Bissaka can do that, if he's given a chance, then yeah, yeah. I think some uh, can consider him. But you know, I think Walker. I think I'm happy with Walker. But let's see what happens next. Let's see. Bissaka is solid, but like I, I wouldn't think he would fit into this team for now. I'm still young. He would replace he would replace Walker or someone else in like a year or two. So he he, he is promising. I'm, I'm not gonna deny that. What do you guys think of Trippier? I mean, like, uh, he may not be the best at, at his Tri- position. Trippier, but... Trippier, Trippier, like Pickford, 
always performs fine. Exactly, yeah. Always. And and again, he's he's like more of an adaptive right back. He can play centre mid as well sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But now Trippier would have a kind of dodgy like position because this what, uh, what's the name? Trent Trent is Trent yeah. is solid. Mm. So I'm not sure about Trippier for now. Let's see what Southgate comes yeah. up with. Then, um, yeah, what about Rice? I mean, Rice has been good like only after like okay, he has been like especially solid throughout the season. Yeah, what do you guys think about that? You know, Rice. Declan Rice. Declan Rice hasn't like he hasn't had a major like contribution like start wise, but he's he's been like consistently good at what he's supposed to do, which is like yeah. like play hard, like control control the midfield of West Ham, which isn't like very strong. It was it was Mark Noble's like role, but now he's old to like. Declan Rice has taken up the responsibility and he's pretty solid at that position. You know, bring him in. You know, be Yeah, yeah. Chelsea are lacking that. That. Chelsea are lacking. You know, Jorginho is too slow on the ball. Jorginho is too slow. True. I mean, again, Rice is also another versatile player. He can play centre back or CDM. So I think that was a pretty good pick. But again, yeah, I don't know about yeah, Darwin yeah. Phillips. Like, okay, I've heard that he's been good for Leeds, but he played against teams like, okay, I mean, again, like in the EMU and the Nations League, it's not like they're going to be playing against big teams, but. Um, I don't think Southgate chose him for like uh, just because uh, just he lacks options. I think he given, gave that as an opportunity, to be honest, just to see if he's, like, you know, he's been promoted to the Premier League. His team has been promoted to the Premier League. So. Maybe Southgate wants to test his ability to adapt, which is, which I think is he's trying to do here. Because Calvin Phillips shouldn't obviously be picked because he's come from the championship. We would obviously think it that way. We're we're always, um, you know, we're always you know forced to do so. But I think Southgate has done a good job to give give him the opportunity if it comes. So yeah, I think that was a good choice. Yeah. You know, it's good to give the opportunity to players, you know, who, who deserve that. So, I think, yeah. That's true. Again, I mean, yeah, um, I, think. I, I feel like Saka should have deserved a shot, but, a shot, but again, maybe the whole Nigeria-England uh, situation or, again... The, Wait, has he, has he made his decision? I don't think so. Maybe that's what's holding them back. But again, like... Uh, but he is, he is playing for under-21, so let's see. 23, 20, yeah. Not like he's, he's, he's exactly, yeah. cut out of his England responsibilities. No, I mean he was he was in the yeah. under twenty three team anyway, but uh, like he he just hasn't chosen for his professional senior career whether he's gonna play for Nigeria or England. So that's sad. Anyway. Yeah, I think I think we've covered the entire England team. So thanks for listening to us. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you next time. Don't forget to follow our Twitter account, follow us on Instagram, and if you have any queries, you can like. Message us on Instagram or Gmail or Twitter or tweet us out. Thank a big you guys for listening to us. A big thanks for uh, and thank you, Ari, for joining us. It's been a pleasure to have you with your information and your insight regarding this topic. It's really been incredible. Yeah, thank you, Ari, for joining us. Yeah, no problem, guys. Um, it's uh, you know you know I like to be involved in these sort of conversations because not only that I can give my contribution, you know, 
I might be, you know, I might be poor when it comes to England knowledge because I do follow them, but not as much. You know, I think I've learned a lot today. I think I've learned a lot from, you know, from you guys. You know, you guys have a good insight into all the players, especially, you know, young talents, which is not recognised because we, we tend to look at all the proven players and not young talents. So, you know, I, I was pretty surprised and I was, uh, I'm, I was happy by the information you guys gave me. And, you know, it's the first time I've ever done a podcast. So I'm completely new to the system. So thanks for giving me the opportunity. And, you know, I hope I can join one later. It, it was really nice. Thank you guys for listening to us. Be sure to tune into our next episode. Yeah, that's all from us. <laughs>